So, Dr. Jimmy Jarvis, welcome to Rect America. Good afternoon. <laughs> How you be, sir? Doing pretty well today, thank you. Uh, just uh, getting my sea legs in under this, the current circumstance, but uh, nothing is constant except change. So we've got more change. Well, for our audience, I, this is the Hunter again, and I have the pleasure of having Dr. Jimmy Jarvis with us for an interview, uh, Badass Talk with the Hunter. So let me begin just kind of um, uh, asking with with the coronavirus, everything. How are you faring in terms of these this environment that we're in? Mm. Uh, all considered, uh, pretty well. I get a chance to uh, stay in touch with uh, with my recovery friends, which is essential for me. Uh, I uh, have been in better touch with my partner uh, during these times. Uh, which which has been useful for both of us, which has uh, been a blessing. So um, it's certainly a big cloud on the horizon. There's there's a lot that has gone wrong, that can go wrong, <laughs> that will go wrong. Uh, and yet, with every cloud, I I have believed for a long time that there is a silver lining, and I'm I'm very grateful for the uh, linings that I've seen so far. And there's there are more blessings to be had even through all of this. So thanks for asking. And here we are. So um, that's a good segue. Um, can you share for for uh, our audience uh, what are some of the um, acting out behaviors that brought you into the rules of recovery? Mm, yeah. Well, I uh, I had to search uh, for an addiction that could work for me. Um, um, <laughs> it, it it pretty well started uh, as a teenager. Certainly, I'd been. Uh, experimenting with different things, trying different things, but um, until uh, my uh, parents were undergoing their divorce uh, and I was uh, overseas at school, I wasn't really, I didn't feel really driven to uh, find a way of medicating away what I was feeling at that point. Um, and so I, I tried alcohol. Um, and I, I, I've enjoyed alcohol, but it kept making me sick. So that wasn't going to serve my purpose. My purpose, again, I, I felt the need to just uh, not feel what I was feeling. And so uh, I, I, uh, I ended up with uh, sex as the addiction of choice. That and work. I found that I could work and work and work and not worry about anything. And if I could get away from the worry, then things were a lot better. And gosh, when I worked and worked and worked, I got a lot done. And when I got a lot done, I get rewarded. So, so between the work and sex, I, uh, I was off, off to the races. What, what age are we talking about? Uh, 15, 16, 17. Starting mid teenager. Mm. So you, you were you were engaging in this kind of sexual activity or behavior that early? Huh? Uh, yeah, one form or another. Yes. Um, it it started. Uh, I had seen porn earlier at a friend's house, his father's stash, uh, but it it wasn't. I wasn't really driven with a thirst for it until about that, that age with some problems going on. Um, 
And like I say, I, I, I well, I'd gone overseas, uh, which a blessing in itself to be able to uh, go to high school in, in Switzerland for a year. And, and uh, I, I did really well uh, and uh, learned a lot, had a lot of fun. But I had access to, uh, to alcohol, plenty of it. Um, and uh, so, so I could explore that. Um, and, and certainly it helped to ease my worry and anxiety about what was going on back in the States. But uh, at the same time, um, I, I was, it was making me sick. So um, I needed something that wasn't going to make me so sick so quickly, or at least that's the thinking of a, that point, 16-year-old. So there it is. Um, but then I, uh, uh, and again, it's, it, was, it was a good testing ground for the uh, workaholism as well. I was able to complete two years of high school in one year. I took five math courses, aced them all. It was uh, it was fantastic learning opportunity on many fronts. Uh, took O level and A level exams in preparation for the British university system. That worked well. So just uh, uh, certainly a lot of reward for working extra hard. Um, and uh, and and again, the, the fascination first with pornography, and subsequently with finding ways to uh, act out sexually. Um, it drove much of my behavior from that point forward. When I got back to the to the states, I uh, would make money uh, with a variety of jobs and uh, would find a way to begin to afford uh, prostitutes, escorts, things like this. So my acting out progressed over the years. I thought it would uh, slow down, or actually, I thought it would stop. Uh, when I got married, so I, I'd met my uh, my my sweetheart, love of my life, the next year when I was 17. It, for a while, she was my fascination and could hold my attention, except for the work. I, I went I went to uh, college and uh, finished in two and a half years, and uh, had all sorts of craziness associated with that. But uh, anyway, but kept dating this girl. But after a few years, um, I, I needed more in the, in the way of medication. So I, uh, I kept acting out with whether it was porn or when I could afford it, uh, prostitutes. What were you, what was driving you, man? What, 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 what mm -hmm. is it, you, you know, mm -hmm. the alcohol or the sex, what, what, was, what was wrong? Well, it, 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 it's, it, it's uh, again, Picture the mind of, of a 15, 16 year old, okay? okay. And, and this 15, 16 year old um, wanted to be master of his universe and his parents getting divorced was not part of his plan. Mm. Uh, now, again, I'm a lot older than 15, 16, more like 65, 66. Uh, but at the same time, uh, yeah. So I so I know how little control uh, that youngster had over what was going on around him, particularly of other people. But that didn't occur to to that young man at that point. So um, so there was a. I know there was torment related to that, 
that was coming up and uh, and it was any, wasn't anything I could do about it. And I was used to being able to do something about anything that I had trouble with. I didn't always do it successfully. And plenty of times where I couldn't do it successfully, but I could always do something. So I had to do something, or so I thought. Mm. And in this case, the, the something was um, your addictions of choice, or your drug of choice, or your exactly. acting out. Yeah. If I if I couldn't do something about the situation, then I needed to do something about my emotions. About just I just needed to quiet them. To as the term goes, medicate them. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's that, that's what I was looking for. I, I remember searching for that. So, anyway, short form of the answer. Yeah. And so you were, you know, you you said in terms of you met the love of your life. Now you're, you know, you're, you're early college, and and so how did this thing, you know, kind of exacerbate how did it well well um again in in college um uh we we went to college 528 miles apart not that anybody's counting except mm-hmm. me and the 13 and a half hour bus rides uh to get to her so so uh so that worked well in in terms of feeding my need to control things and do things, I could uh, get on the bus, get over there, uh, be with her for a while, get on the bus, get back to my college, do some coursework, things like that. So for a couple of years, um, uh, I, the, the, the work was excessive, but, uh, but not the sex, if you will. And after a couple of years, um, I, I started getting tired of that routine. And uh, so I started seeking um, alternatives uh, at keeping up the, uh, the work, the, 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 the manic work uh, schedule. Like I said, I graduated uh, in two and a half years. And uh, I, I figured, you know, the, the, the sex would settle down once I moved over to where my future bride was. And it did for a while. Like I say, it, 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 the addiction wasn't full blown for quite some time. Uh, so this stage, it was, it, it, it was what's considered acting in rather than acting out. I mean, I, I could uh, do it with my partner, um, and I didn't have any outside needs except to work and to work a lot, which which I did. I subsequently went to uh, to graduate school. Uh, she went to a different graduate school, but we were only 300 miles apart. Uh, and even in midwinter, I could uh, get in front of the snow plows and uh, get across the snow belt and still get to her. So all of this was, was playing out. The backdrop of uh, me deciding I needed to, uh, to change careers. So I, uh, after a year of graduate school, I chose not to continue and uh, picked up with some some business work uh, in the town where uh, where my wife was getting her PhD 
and and again, I was within range, and things things were pretty quiet on the on the sexual front, and I was just I would work a lot. Um, it's un, until we had uh, time together. So that pattern continued for a while. Um, I moved to uh, my current location a year or so later. I uh, uh, it was a engineering construction company that uh, needed somebody who could speak French to go figure out how much it costs to work in certain parts of, uh, of Africa. So off I go. Um, and um, it, my wife was finishing her PhD. I would find ways to visit her on my way to Africa. Uh, so uh, again, pretty, pretty crazy kind of schedule uh, looking back at it, but that, that fit my drivenness at the time. So this continued till um, uh, we got married in the midst of this. In fact, our, our first six months of marriage, uh, I think we saw each other about six weeks of that period because most of the time I was overseas. So I, I, others do it because they're in the military or other things going on. But in my case, it was uh, it was a business, you know, work assignment uh, that uh, that uh, kept me going. Um, we, by this point, we'd been dating uh, continuously for eight years before we got married. Mm-hmm. Um, and and my absence from her led to. Um, some more acting out uh, sexually. My my issues did not resolve just by getting married. Got you. So what at what at what point do we get to discovery and and mm-hmm. and even um, um, you're hitting bottom? Twenty five years later. Twenty five years later. Yeah. No. I I I, I was I'm, I was pretty good at what I did, which is. <laughs> Keeping things separate, compartmentalizing. Oh. Um, I had a secret life, and I had a visual life. Um, I had a wife, a daughter, career in banking. Um, a lot going on, and um, uh, and again, working uh, ridiculous hours. Um, and uh, on the side, I would um, uh, go to massage parlors or see prostitutes, or uh, if I was traveling for business, I would find opportunities to act out uh, on the road. But certainly not always, just on the road. Could do it in in the town where I was based as well. Um, anyway, so this this continued for quite an extended period of time, as happens with uh, many addictions. Uh, it didn't stay the same. It uh, got more and more involved, more and more crazy. And uh, it reached a point uh, where after multiple rounds of unprotected sex, um, I did what I thought was impossible, which was I managed to get my wife infected with a sexually transmitted disease. Mm. Put her in the hospital. And uh, that was, um, well, that, that came out of left field for her, of course. She had no idea of 
by by her reaction. Um, <clears throat> and 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 I overstate the case. She knew something was wrong. She knew something that I wasn't responding well to her, and we weren't doing very well as a couple. But she didn't have any idea that this was going on by by her reports. Mm. Anyway. Um, you believe that it was so horrifying. It uh, it was um, it, it absolutely collapsed those Chinese walls I built up between my activities uh, to the point where I I just uh, I needed to face up to them and uh, and do something. Excuse me, do something different. I asked a question. I guess you didn't hear me. Um, at the point of discovery and um, and you were that masterful at concealing it that she really didn't know, didn't, didn't have a clue. By her report, that is the case. Um, and that's, again, that's, that's all I have to go on. Yeah. Um, it was, it's pretty clear that she was shocked um, mm. when I revealed to her what was going on and the extent of it. And subsequently, her uh, writings about the matter uh, corroborate that uh, that point of view on it. And 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 we're understanding. Let me say, make sure I understand. So we're talking twenty five years, and you never got caught, right? Wow. We're actually talking thirty three years. Now, because and I've been acting acting out while we were dating. So. And, and so you basically had a double life for 33 years. Mm -hmm. Yes. Damn. I'm good. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, I don't know if I used the word good, but anyway. <laughs> Thank you. No, 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 that's, that's, that's another part of me talking. Uh, I don't quite know if that's the right word, but right. I get the point. <laughs> yes. Right. You understand. Oh, yeah, I understand. Yeah. So, so describe for so what is what is the what is the, I'm, you know I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. What did your quote unquote true bottom look like? <laughs> Such a play on the words. Um, it, my my true bottom looked like uh, acting out with uh, transsexual escorts. Um, they were versatile, so was I. So uh, that's that's kind of the most extreme uh, acting out I did in in that addiction. Um, like I say, I, I I have another addiction um, as well, and uh, acting out in the work addiction, working 110 hours a week, six weeks straight to install an automated system in, in the back room of the bank. Um, that's pretty extreme. Mm. I, got very, I got very sick after that. <laughs> so once again, I backed off of that extremity. Uh, that was earlier in, in life. That was uh, in my early 30s. Anyway, so I've had a couple of different bottoms. Yeah. During that time, um, did it ever your your sexual identity I, and it's, I'm not talking about 
but was that ever challenged or for you, to, you know, were you ever, you know, wondering about, you know, just, mm -hmm. you know, oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm, you know, we're not, I'm not sure. making any judgments or I'm just asking you about you. Did it mm -hmm. ever cause you to wonder about your sexual identity? I mean, and, and oh, yeah, a, a little bit. Um, I, at, at this point, I, I, I know that I, I'm, I, I can be attracted to both uh, males and females. Um, I've, I've been primarily heterosexual all my life, uh, but uh, I, I find uh, that I can be sexually attracted uh, to a bit of both. So that typically falls under the heading of bisexual. As it stands, um, in, in identifying that in, in therapy and in understanding how I've um, shaped myself through my acting out, I've uh, chosen to um, express my sexuality as a heterosexual at this point. But, um, <clears throat> but I do believe, at least for me, from all of my experience, good and bad, uh, that, that I've got a choice in the matter. And that's just the way it is. Let's go from there. Um, mm. Good and bad. Mm -hmm. So um, we certainly have talked about, quote unquote, maybe some of the bad. Um, mm. Is there some good? Is there some upside to, mm. to this aspect mm -hmm. of your story and experience? I mean, what, what, some good has come of it. There's tremendous upside. Uh, the the blessings are are beyond imaginable. Um, I'm not going to try to piece it all together. Uh, I'll I'll focus on on where I am today, and maybe some blanks can be filled in in between. Um, the the process of recovery was was basically uh, an opportunity for me to acknowledge what I had been driven by and was running from for the first 50 years of my life, or I'll say most of those first 50 years. I'm not saying as a five-year-old I was driven necessarily, uh, but there were, there were events even that early, which um, uh, caused me not to want to feel certain emotions. So, um, the process of recovery involves some very painful work that I chose to do to begin to understand uh, myself emotionally and uh, become aware of um, some feelings that have been tormenting me for a long, long time. And the whole notion that I thought that... Uh, I could have some effect on my parents' uh, dissolving marriage is a conclusion that I only make uh, as a result of my recovery work and looking back on what life was like for 14, 15, 16-year-old, for example. That's not a conclusion that that 14, 15, 16-year-old necessarily made. Cognitively, uh, he knew that it was his parents' relationship, not his own, but uh, emotionally, 
there was there was definitely something missing. So so there was a lot of there was a lot of work to do, and having spent 25, 33, 35 years not feeling emotions, it took several years uh, to um, work through the process of unblocking uh, my emotional and spiritual uh, self so I could begin to have a relationship with myself and a relationship with something beyond myself. I'll call it higher power, all of which was necessary so I could begin to reintegrate myself with the world around me. So, so recovery allowed me to grow up. Recovery allowed me to discover who I am. Recovery allowed me to develop an actual relationship with the girl of my dreams that through no power of my own, I'm still married to. Mm -hmm. Blessings are incredible. Mm -hmm. None of this is possible without recovery. None of this happened. I had wrecked a marriage. I, I had put my wife in the hospital, a sexually transmitted disease from a prostitute three months after we had a vow renewal 25th anniversary. And my wife was already sick at that point and didn't know why. Mm. And from there, we move forward. From there, destroyed as the relationship was, we're still married today. Mm. How? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the obvious next question. I have my opinions. <laughs> um, to you. I came to have a different. Well, beg pardon. I'm talking to you. <laughs> okay. Well, my opinion is that I had made some very bad assumptions early on that um, I was responsible for the uh, relationship I was in, um, and that's I, I have responsibility, but I'm not responsible. It's very different meaning that my relationship and it's it's an example of my relationships elsewhere in the world my relationship with my wife is not just between myself and my wife it's a three-way relationship it's between her me and the god of our understanding without that we have no relationship. We, we've demonstrated that, both of us, each in turn. Um, because at different times, each of us was walking out the door. We were separated for three years during this recovery period. because I, I was still struggling with my addictions. I was still working on things. And uh, my wife didn't feel safe with me. This, this, we, we weren't there yet. Um, and 10 years ago, uh, she had an experience when I had my medical crisis where she had, she got the opportunity to choose. So was she going to stay or was she going to go? And uh, with, without hesitation, she stayed. She chose as I had chosen by that point too. But it, it, it wasn't on either of us 
to make this work. It was on the two of us doing our parts and God doing his. That's my point of view. So um, I call recovery right-sizing. I had a very distorted view of what I could do and not do. And again, that kind of harkens back to that 15, 16 year old who thought he had responsibility for things he had no responsibility for. But even, even as an adult, I played the little master of the universe. I knew I had a secret life. I was always shrinking away from the limelight itself, but I was the man behind the curtain. <laughs> I was able to run things as the number two in organizations, for example. So, um, and this was, again, because I was playing master of the universe, I thought I had responsibility for much, much more than I actually do. And the recovery process gave me a better chance to understand myself, right-sizing myself, letting God be God, and beginning to understand what my part is in the scheme of things. When you say you, in terms of recovery, understanding yourself, do you feel you understand yourself? (laughs) Uh, My understanding now is uh, what I call a working knowledge, meaning it is subject to change with new data. New data is being discovered as, as I have other experiences and relate them back to experiences I've had before. I begin, I get a chance to see things differently as I continue to grow. So I'll, I'll say this, I understand myself better. I, um, and I like myself better now that I have a better understanding of who I am. And, and uh, again, the right sizing has had a chance to work on me. Uh, is it perfect? No. Uh, <laughs> um, but it's, uh, it's a whole lot better than it was 15 years ago when I started this recovery journey. Does recovery um, answer the question for you? Does recovery answer um, questions of identity? In a, or, or does it answer questions of identity? Does, does recovery answer that for you? Um, it, I, I, I want to say this as accurately as I can. Um, recovery gives me the tools to discover my identity. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, does it give me my identity? No. It gives me the tools to discover who I am and a better sense for my role in the universe. My part, as I like to say. I have been so fascinated. Uh, my mindset is, is that of an engineer. I love to know how things work. I always have. Um, took aptitude tests that suggested I should be an engineer. Resisted it because my wayward father, because he was absent most of my early life, uh, was an engineer, a, a brilliant one, MIT trained engineer. Uh, brilliant guy. A- and, um, a- and yet, that is my mindset. And uh, I, I am an engineer at heart. So, so I really love to know how things work. And, and the recovery process 
is is such an incredible has been such an incredible process for me that I have uh, enjoyed spending time in it, understanding how it works, not just for me but for others, and also out of gratitude, sharing what recovery can do uh, with those who are willing to go through it. I, I, I have. Let me ask a question that I think any in the audience listening to to and thank you know your your candor and and willingness to 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 open up and and really you know not bullshit us and share I I, I can't thank you enough I mean you're mm. you're you're really being authentic here and and disclosing so I, I you know for, for our for the Rect America audience, I, I, I say thank you um, on their behalf. Uh, but a question that, that I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm wrestling with, I'm, I'm, uh, maybe some others, um, the, about, it's about identity and giving your experience. Are, are you, and I get recovery, I ask about does recovery give you identity? Where I was trying, what I was trying to ask, uh, what I ask in in uh, uh, in artfully is, um, are you sure about your sexuality? I said before. Let, uh, let me let me start with uh, yes. Uh, I said before that uh, my knowledge is is, is it, my knowledge is not set in stone. My knowledge is based on the data that I've received and understand. Okay. And so my knowledge of my sexuality is based on the data I've received and understand. So am I, am I being truthful about my sexuality? Yes. A am I being accurate? I don't know. To the best of my knowledge, I'm being accurate. I, I, I know what I have feelings for, okay? And I have some idea where it might have come from, but... Um, I want I you know I, I want to be as as honest as I can be about what I know at this time, and uh, all of my knowledge is subject to change if there's more or different data presented to you. So th that's as firm as I can get at this point. But uh, honestly, that's as firm as I get on just about anything these days. Uh, I used to be much more self-righteous about everything I knew because I knew. It was my way or the highway. Gotcha. That's how I created order out of chaos in dysfunctional organizations. Dysfunctional person creating order out of chaos sounds a little bit, uh, what, what should I say, illusory. But uh, that, that's the kind of crazy mindset I used to have. Um, where where what I knew, I knew was set in stone. Well, I don't know anything set in stone anymore. Uh, I know my brain's not that big. So that's part of the right-sizing that recovery has brought to me. Mm -hmm. So I'm giving as, as clear and as uh, accurate an answer as I can based on the data I have. Got uh, it. I, and if somebody wishes to draw a different conclusion, well, that's their choice. Mm -hmm. What about shift from there? Um, the your your you emphasize the um, uh, your 
from early on the workaholism. Mm -hmm. How how does that how is that a piece of 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 what also you're you're wrestling with in recovery? How, how is how is the work just the work just being a workaholic? How does that factor into what what drives you and what 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 is what what your addiction is all about? Um, I think I think in a number of different ways. Um, that one probably started earlier than the than the sex addiction. Um, as 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 little time as I I spent with my dad, I, it was usually in um, in the setting of him working one way or another. Even our vacations were were done. We, we would drive cross country, but only because dad would set up clients. So his was never a vacation, it was a working vacation. His clients across the country, and we would stop in the various cities. He would go to work while my mom and brother would take care of something, do something. So, so I, had, I had a model for how one is supposed to work. One is supposed to work all the time, every time, be consumed by it. That's what a male role model does. So that was my setup. Now, how did I come to it? Like I say, it, it, it was, uh, I only did, I, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to remember and be accurate as I can. I did well when I worked very, very hard. I was uh, young for my age going into the grades I went into, um, but um, with a lot of hard work, I did well and I excelled. Um, and I'd already related the uh, story of my experience uh, at the high school in Switzerland. Um, and so that, again, that was, that, again, I got lots of nice attaboys for, for that sort of thing, the craziness in college. And when I would uh, get into job settings, I would work harder than anybody else, and I would get rewarded for that. So this pattern, starting early, continued for the next 40 or 50 years. Um, to where I would excel in the various careers that I've had. Newspapers, in uh, financial analysis, in banking, uh, in consulting. I would work harder and longer than anybody else because I thought that's what I needed to do to get ahead and stay ahead. Well, those patterns become pretty well ingrained and fed by my desire to, to avoid emotional intimacy with myself, meaning I didn't want to feel certain things. I didn't have to feel those things when I was working 70, 80 hours a week, or in the extreme, 110 hours a week. Wow. Yeah. And I got rewarded for that. Um, having, having successfully installed the system and run the department at the same time, uh, I was promoted, and then I was, I was given a division-level uh, job opportunity uh, which, which uh, I, I advanced in six months in, a, in, in positions that usually take five years to advance in. So I was getting rewarded for that one in my professional life. And, uh, and that continued to happen in various ways. Um, uh, like I say, up, up through my, probably my mid-50s till, till I had a medical crisis resulting in in large part because the stress I created myself 
by uh, setting that and maintaining that pace. At a certain point, the body breaks. Yeah. Mind yeah. yeah. Well, we, we, we got a lot to ex explore, and certainly one conversation can't cover it all. Uh, Dr. Jarvis, we'll have to have you back. But let me just ask this question as we kind of put a pin in for, for now. Um, what's next for you? Mm. Uh, what's, what is next for me? I, I'd like to know what God has next for me. The, uh, I, I'm enjoying what I'm doing now, which is uh, working with others uh, in recovery, uh, sharing what was so freely shared with me. Um, I absolutely love it. And I, I, I'm, I believe with all my heart that this is the, the, this is the, the soul of my mission at this point. Uh, that's not to say that I, I, I won't be doing something else in 10 years. I don't know, but but for now, uh, my work in uh, recovery with individuals and in the organizations of recovery um, is uh, is my passion, along with my grandsons. Amen. Well, Dr. Jarvis, thank you, uh, and and uh, sure. thank you for being with us today and um, this badass talk. And uh, we will have you back soon, and we'll explore some more. All right. Look forward to it. And we'll, we'll pick it up there. All right. Fantastic. Thank you. Wish you all the best. Stay safe. And you. Thank you, Hunter. All right. Talk to you soon.